This is Spin Control, a Fibercraft podcast by a joyful girl. Hi, welcome back everyone. This is Shiloh. Welcome to episode three of Spin Control. Want to go steady? I chose the name Want to Go Steady because I wanted you all to know that I am ready to commit to the podcast. If you listened to episode one, you heard my three episode policy for all my new podcasts. And I figured that if I apply it to the podcast I listen to, I should probably apply it to the podcast I'm making. And I'm ready to make that commitment to you and to recording each week, as long as I can actually squeeze it in. I'm doing pretty good. Right now I'm on schedule. I record every Thursday night when my husband's off with the guys practicing rugby and once my kids have gone to bed. So I've got that schedule down. It takes me a couple days to get it edited. I gotta get that down to more of a science so I can speed that up. That'll definitely help in making this a little bit easier on me and making sure it's not such a time suck. But as part of my commitment, I wanted you all to know that I started a Ravelry group. It's called Spin Control Podcast Fans. So hop on over there and introduce yourselves and check out what's going on. I'll post info from the show notes and what's going on in my life there and link to all of my projects and the stuff that I'm spinning that I talk about each week. Next, since this podcast is called Spin Control and I keep touting myself as a professional spin doctor, I thought I would talk a little bit about what's going on in my work life these days. Work's been really, really crazy leading up to my time off for Maryland Sheep and Wool. Um, I'm in a one deep position, so all the workload falls on me no matter what it is. And right now, some of the things we're doing, or I'm doing, is I'm getting ready to speak at a public relations conference. We're kind of a regional headquarters, and we have 18 other public relations divisions spread out across the country that fall under us. And I'll be speaking to some of the newer public relations folks from our unit, so that should be pretty interesting. I'm not running the conference, which is cool. I'm just speaking. I'm giving two different presentations, so I'm trying to balance that. And the conference is the week after I get back from Maryland Sheep and Wool, so I need to be ready in advance. Also, I've been answering a bunch of media queries on some tough subjects. I was quoted twice last week on one of those messy topics. I wasn't misquoted, but it still wasn't a pleasant thing to talk about, and it's never good to have your boss look at a newspaper and see your name in it. I've been writing a speech for my boss, which I absolutely hate. Uh, Not that I hate writing or giving speeches. I hate writing speeches for other people. It absolutely drives me mad. I've never seen my boss give one of these speeches, so I don't actually know how he uses the material I provide him. I've probably written 20 for him over the past year, and it, it doesn't get any easier. I never really know what he wants until I've written the first draft and he's torn it apart. That kind of sucks. I need to get that done by Friday before I head off into the weekend so I can make sure I have time to finish all the crafting I've got ahead of me. And I'm also doing a lot of other prep work around an international trip that my boss is taking. He's leaving for his trip pretty much simultaneously for my departure from Maryland Sheep and Wool. Okay, on to more fun topics. A Maryland Sheep and Wool update. Well, I don't know if it's more fun. I'm really, really busy trying to get the podcaster meetup bags done. But I'll talk about that a little bit more when we get to spin my wheels. Right now, everything's kind of falling into place. I got my hair done today. 
Our airline tickets are booked. The hotel is booked. We have a plan to get to the airport at five o'clock in the morning um, so we can make our 6 a.m. flight. We have our first two days before Maryland, well, before the festival starts planned out. That should be pretty fun. It should be really enjoyable. And things are just coming together. I'm really, really getting excited and ready to go. I still have to pack and weed down all of the things that I want to take into the things I need to take because I have to leave room in my bags for the things I'm going to bring home. So that should be pretty cool. So that's what we have in our intro to spin control. Now it's time to spin a tail and this week I have a fibery tail to spin. This past Saturday I had the most exciting two minutes I have spent this entire year. It was two minutes of fat fiber. So my alarm went off at 10.45 a.m. And all I could think to myself was, damn it, I was walking out of the house and there was no way I was going to be able to log on and catch the morning edition of the fat fiber sale. I went about my day and totally forgot all about the fat fiber sale. Until 5.45, my alarm went off again the evening edition of the Fat Fiber Sale was about to begin. I sat down on my laptop, I logged into Etsy, I double-checked my profile to make sure my shipping addresses were correct, and that my payment stuff was all in line to make the long-awaited purchase. I logged in to my PayPal account to make sure that stuff was all square, and then I waited. F5, F5, F5. I refreshed my account with every minute that passed, to make sure I didn't miss this sale. Bam! 6 p.m. on the dot. All the fat fiber boxes loaded. I clicked on the box that I wanted and hustled through the process of committing to the payment, committing to the purchase. Done, done, done. Checkout. Done. I got it. Then I went back to see what was left. And there was more. So I got the stitches box too. Got all the way through the purchase. I couldn't believe it. I had both fat fiber boxes fluff and stitches. Two minutes. The Etsy shop for fat fiber was empty. Unbelievable. I know it probably doesn't sound like much to many of you, but in March I decided, hey, let's buy a fat fiber box. That would be cool. I had no freaking idea what an ordeal this was. I had no clue about the hype that had built up around these boxes. The day came and went, and I didn't even think twice about it. Totally missed the sale. Like, two days later, I went, oh, crap. They sold the March boxes last Saturday. Nothing. Then, a couple days ago, I got an email from Fat Fiber announcing the April sale. And I decided that I had to get one of those boxes to see what this whole thing is all about. I certainly didn't need the fiber. But, I mean... There must have been something magical in those boxes that make the entire inventory sell out in two minutes. So I snatched them up and I bought them all for myself and probably snatched them from two other people. I kind of feel bad about that, but not really. I'll get over it. I don't know if I'll buy another fat fiber box next time around, but I just really wanted to do it to have the experience. And I cannot believe how exciting it was. My heart was racing. My adrenaline was all pumping. I felt like I just won the lotto when I clicked and got the email confirmation that my payment was received and the sale had gone through. It was totally crazy. 
It was a lot of fun. I enjoyed it. And as I work through those samples, I'll fill you guys in on them and tell you what I'm spinning and share that experience with you as it goes on. This week in Spinning My Wheels, I'm still trying to concentrate on sewing the bags for the podcaster meetup and knitting the Maryland tank. The tank's coming along nicely. I'm about three inches from the point that I get to transition into making the straps, so I'm totally on the home stretch. It's still just as boring as it was before, but I'm getting excited because it's almost done and it looks like I might make it in time. Of course, I kind of have to put the tank top aside because the bags are more important. I made a commitment to someone else, so I have to put that priority first. I got to get that done. I actually feel guilty right now recording when I could be sewing, but the podcast has got to be done. I made my commitment to you before I committed to the bags, but I think we can do it all. I had a little bit of anxiety over the bags because they're unlined bags made of cotton muslin, and with an unlined bag, you're left with the risk of having exposed cut edges that could completely fray and just ruin the entire bag. So I decided that what I was going to do was do a French seam. The French seam is where you completely enclose that cut edge to prevent fraying. Unfortunately, that means I have twice as many seams to sew because you sew each edge twice in order to enclose it. So it's kind of a big pain, but I think it's going to be completely worth it when it comes to the quality of the final product. And I'm pretty happy with it. I'm kind of doing an assembly line, like I'm sewing one seam and then I'm switching to the other side and then going on to the next step and doing each seam for all the bags and then moving to the next step. I did one prototype and I'm really happy with the final product. So it's going to be all worth it in the end for sure. Okay. I know that I've been touting this as a knitting and spinning and fibery goodness kind of podcast. And I totally haven't really talked about my spinning at all. I got distracted and I was about halfway through some fiber, this fiber project I was working on when I kind of put it down for like three weeks, I hadn't done anything on it. But once I started focusing on the bags in the tank top, I was noticing that the fiber crafting wasn't quite as fun anymore. It was really becoming work and I wasn't quite enjoying it. And it was getting a little stressful and I could feel the stress and the tension in my shoulders. And especially with everything that's ramping up at work, the stress was building up a bit. So what I decided to do was start the last bit of this spinning project that I have going on so I can spin like 15 minutes each day, like wash the whole week off of me and just cleanse my mind before I move into the next thing. And it's really, really been helpful. So what I've been working on is some brown sheep mill ends that I got from Sheep Shed Studios. I don't know if you're familiar with Sheep Shed Studios, but they do, well, they sell mill ends that they get from the mill the brown sheep uses. And I literally got a pound of mill ends black tones for $7.50 for a pound. Now this isn't crap we're talking about. It's 85% wool and 15% mohair and it spins up really, really nicely. I'm totally enjoying it. It's not like a next to the skin yarn that I'm producing, but it's totally worth it to me to go through this pound because I'm working on improving my consistency. The final yarn that I'm getting, it's a two ply, about worsted weight to heavy worsted. And, and that was really what I was aiming for. So I feel good about the product. It kind of looks a little campy, which is fine. And I think that what I'm going to do with it when it's done is do a little Kool-Aid dye project on it because I haven't really delved into dyeing. 
we'll definitely start with the uh, basic food product dyeing. I have less than two ounces left to spin, and once the bags and tanks are done, I should be able to finish it before Marilyn. Right now, I spend about 15 minutes a night as I progress, and it's really, really cool. It's definitely working to relax me, as I hoped that it would. So I'm enjoying that, getting back to the spinning. I haven't completely abandoned it, and it's bringing a little joy to my life where I definitely need it for that bit of relaxation. I'll link to Sheepshed Studios' website in the show notes. Uh, they need a web designer. It's not the greatest website in the world, but that's okay because it's probably more money safe for us so we can keep the prices of their products pretty cheap. Um, Carol of Sheepshed Studio does a lot of specialty dyed products too that are pretty, pretty cool. I've used some of their specialty dyed superwash fiber and that's on my Ravelry stash page. It's pretty cool. It's really, really beautiful. I totally enjoyed spinning that. So that's all I've got going on in spinning my wheels and I promise that I'll keep some more of that spinning content in there so that we can share that experience together as I grow as a spinner. Now it's time to turn to what's got me all spun up. This week, I'm all spun up about the new Who. Episode 1 of Series 5 of Doctor Who just hit BBC America, and we got to watch it this past weekend. My husband and I have been watching Doctor Who for about the past three years. We've seen all the new, the newer series and probably seen every episode two or three times, and we really enjoy it. Now, the new Who. It's the new Who because... We have a new doctor, and the show also has a new producer. As we've talked about in the past, I'm pretty critical, and I don't like change at all. So that makes me skeptical. When the episode started, I was like, uh, I don't know if I'm going to like this guy. But by the end, I was totally excited. He definitely got into his groove, and it looks like Matt Smith is going to make an outstanding Doctor Who number 11. The show also has a new producer, and I think that was pretty apparent in a totally new editing style that the show has. But it was really fast-paced, and I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I'm looking forward to the rest of the season. And I promise that I won't be all spun up about Doctor Who every week. But I might share some of the more exciting episodes with you. Now it's time for me to put my spin on it. And this week I thought I would put my spin on a little yarn and thought it would be most appropriate that I talked a little bit about the yarn that I'm using for the Maryland Sheep and Wool Tank. I'm knitting the tank out of Naturally Karen's Country. It's a box store yarn, and I bought it at, I believe, Michael's. Yes, I bought it at Michael's. I was drawn to it because it's very shiny and very soft, and it actually comes in some really, really great colors that I thoroughly enjoyed. The yarn itself is 25% merino wool and 75% micro denier acrylic. And apparently, micro denier just means really fine. So it's made out of 75% really fine acrylic. I don't know if it's the way that it, they ply it or the fineness of the acrylic, but it is really shiny and soft, and I am enjoying knitting with it. The only problem I'm having with it is that the way that they have it spun, it's very, very splitty, and it's becoming a thorn in my side. It's gorgeous, and it's soft, and it's knitting up really well in the tank. It has a recommended needle size of a U.S. size 9 or 5.5 millimeter, but I'm getting gauge on the tank top using a U.S. size 6. So I don't really know what Karen intended the drape to be like, but it seems to be working out really, really well in the tank top. 
they have about 21 colors. Oh, excuse me. They have like 28 colors on the market and they're really, really pretty. Some really subtle classic toned colors, not like anything extremely bright. Like one of the colors I'm using is called Renaissance Rose and it's very antique pink and it's really, really pretty. So overall, I'm enjoying the yarn. It's very, very pretty, but it can be a pain if you're not a fan of splitting yarn. And it might be the needles I'm using that are making it even more splitty because they're pretty pointy, but I'm trying to get over it. Again, that's Naturally Karen's Country. They also make a lighter weight yarn that has a similar fiber content, and that's called Naturally Karen's Spa. And I haven't knit with that yet, even though I picked up two balls because I couldn't resist the color. That's me putting my spin on Naturally Karen's Country. Wow, it looks like it's time for me to wrap up another episode and spin things off. Thanks again for listening. This week has been a real joy. I had my first two comments. One was on the Ravelry board, and the other came across on the show notes page. And it really made my week to know that folks were listening, and I got a little feedback. I'm not just recording this for myself. It's been great. Thanks again for commenting and feel free to comment anytime. Run over to the Ravelry group, join up so I can get an idea of who's out there listening. It's really fun to hear from you and it really made my week. Thanks again for that. My final thought for this week, I wanted to announce that I'm going to bring a word back. I don't know how often I'm going to have to use it to get it to come all the way back, but I'm going to rewind way back to the 80s into my youth when the term radical was popular or totally rad. That is what I'm going to bring back. So if you start hearing it, note that you heard it here first on spin control. That's my thought for the week. I'm going to bring the term radical back and we're all going to enjoy it and love it. I've had a really radical time recording for you this week and I hope that you have had a totally rad time listening to me. Don't forget, I will link to all the information that I mentioned in the podcast on the show note page at spincontrolpodcast.com. Feel free to hop on over there and leave me a comment, or you can email me at ajoyfulgirlknits at gmail.com. You can catch me on Ravelry as a Joyful Girl, and now I'm on Twitter at a Joyful Girl Maid. That's a Joyful Girl, M-A-D-E. I'll catch you guys again for episode four. I'm looking forward to it, and I'm not going to pod fade anytime soon. Walking away, that brings chills to my spine. Well, they run down my back like that cold from my mind. So tonight I'll roll over and I'll reach for you, but you'll be somewhere else and you'll be screaming, you're through. And I'll wish that I cared more, and I'll hope you're okay, and I'll just close back my